Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership, where we connect with leaders worldwide to gain insights on important topics to help us on our journey towards greater significance. If you would like to participate as a guest, or if you have a question that you would like to ask a guest, go to masterleadership.org for more information. Morgan Taylor is the co-founder of Jolly SEO a Harrow, as in help a reporter out, link building service that helps businesses increase brand awareness, find their audience and build their executive's authority online. They specialize in getting high DR backlinks, over 60 from publications like Business Insider, Ask Men, Forbes and HuffPost, and have placed over 3,000 backlinks for their clients who include 100 million annual recurring revenue companies and founders with over 1 billion exits. The big difference between them and other link building services is that they only charge you when they place a DR50 plus link for your business. Nothing else comes close to this. Morgan has worked in marketing with a focus on SEO for over six years, and together with his co-founder at Jolly SEO, was among the first to truly productize journalist outreach for link-building purposes on platforms like Harrow. He is also the co-founder of Pitch Response, the first SaaS tool designed to help DIY Harrowers achieve greater success in their link-building efforts. Our interview will begin right after messages from our sponsors. Have you been wanting to launch your podcast and just haven't found the right resources? I launched Master Leadership Podcast in 2016, and it now ranks in top 1% globally. I've gathered all I've learned and created Master Your Podcast in a Weekend course on Master Your Swag app so that you have everything you need to share your voice with the world minus those excuses. So download Master Your Swag app on Google or Apple platforms to access the Master Your Podcast course and launch your podcast this weekend. Welcome, Morgan Taylor. How are you? I'm good. And thanks for having me on here. We're excited. This is an East Coast, West Coast thing. I'm in New York. You're in LA. Yes. Are you ready to pour into our listeners? Yeah, let's go. All right. So Morgan, tell us a bit about your path to leadership and what you're doing now. I guess to explain what I'm doing now, I'd give a little bit of a background on how I started and actually co-founded my current business with my partner, Greg Hylers. You know, we got started maybe it was like five or six years ago doing content writing work together. And we decided to kind of start our own agency, essentially. And we were both new to business ownership. So it was, of course, a lot of learning. 
And since then, we've kind of pivoted a bit to digital marketing, in particular, what we mentioned optimization. And that's where we find ourselves now. And we've actually now launched into doing software as well, which is a whole experience in itself, software development, an app that we created. So that's what we're doing now. And like I said, it's been a lot of learning experiences in terms of having to teach and lead a team. The only experience I'd had before this was, you know, working as a bartender. So it's been interesting. Yeah. So you use the word that I think is the word of the century, pivot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about pivoting. Like prior to this, you said you were bartending. And I have to say that's an important part of leadership journey because you're connecting with people. If you're a good bartender, you're connecting with people. Tell us about the pivot into what you're doing now and how you led yourself through that. Yeah, it's uh, interesting because when I was doing bartending, this was before I had kids and I was able to work those late hours and really doing, as we say, pivoting, pivoting towards doing content marketing, digital marketing was something that allowed me to work from home, either for the kids, it was important. And so as that went on, I was able to shift over to that exclusively. And I would say more importantly, and this might be something that the listeners can relate to, we actually did struggle with our business initially as an agency. And it took a big shift in our thinking to become successful. What we were doing originally was we were creating a product. We were trying to sell that to people. But what people were telling us was that they had wanted something else. They really wanted more of a marketing product. And it took a big change for us to kind of tune into that and finally hit on something that people wanted. And in this case is specifically what we call search engine optimization to help people's websites get more exposure on Google and that kind of thing. So I know that leaders, we need to focus on what we do, right? But we need experts in what you do. So tell us about where to find you. Yeah, I mean, uh, specifically, our agency is called Jolly SEO. So J-O-L-L-Y-S-E-O dot C-O. That's something we need to change, actually. I'd recommend anyone who's getting a site, don't don't go for the dot C-O or the dot I-O. Go for the dot com because people will remember it. Um, So just a little bit of advice there. So jollyseo.co, you can book a call on the site and talk with either myself or Dan Barba, who's one of our team members, uh, we'd be happy to take a look at your website, see if you'd be a good fit for the kind of campaigns we run. And we're really straightforward about it. If it's not a good fit, we'll just recommend you to someone else. Maybe if your focus is more on, if you're a local business, that might be something we could uh, recommend you to someone for that. And then we also have our app, which is called Link Sorcery. So it's kind of a play on words, L-I-N-K-S-O-U-R-C-E-R-Y. Dot com, And that's a tool that allows people to do this themselves to earn placements on reputable publications online, linking to their website, which Google always appreciates. Uh, and it should bring you direct traffic from potential clients, customers, that kind of thing. So you co-founded this organization, is that right? So how many employees do you have? How's that going? I'd say we have about 40 to 50 contractors who work with us regularly. And that's, of course, been a challenge to keep everyone tied together, you know, be that leader, be the role of, in the role of business owner in a remote environment where, you know, you have so many people from so diff- many different backgrounds and try to maintain a cohesive company culture is, is always a struggle, but I think we do it well. I recommend using an, an app like Slack or something to keep people really tied together, you know. 
Yeah, that connection and communication is super, super important, especially in this remote space. So Morgan, as a lifelong learner, what are you learning right now? I would say a big part of what I'm learning is kind of uh, my personal life work balance and maintaining that as we move forward. I'm definitely learning that it is better as a business owner, but really for anyone who's not a business owner, you can think of this too. I'm learning how to value my time properly so that I can do the things I want, spend time with my family, my kids. And a lot of that is really passing off things that can be done by other people to other people, delegating properly uh, instead of being that person that needs to be there, constantly managing all aspects of your business or your work. Hopefully that applies to people who aren't entrepreneurs, but I think it does when you can even think of something like as simple as, will I go do a chore by hand that I could pay somebody to do if that's possible, you know, like your time is your money. So And, you know, that's a big one. You talked about work-life balance, which I look at as harmony because I don't really think there's any such thing as work-life balance, but there has to be a harmony. You also spoke about delegating, and those are two areas that leaders struggle with and, you know, have a hard time keeping in step with and remembering that that's what they're supposed to do. And both of them speak to also Mm self-care. As I lead my organization, I still have to take care of me. How important is that? And how do you do that? That's very important. One way I've always gone about it, and I would recommend it to anyone else is I think of it kind of like compartmentalization. You know, when you disconnect from your work, you need to be able to do that as completely as possible. And that means really being conscientious about what kind of notifications you get on your phone, because you can't really be out there, say with your family and you're checking your phone for notifications, these kind of things. Yeah. And especially with the work you do, that must, I'm sure that's hard because you have to discipline yourself, right? You're with your kids, you're cranking it out. You're an entrepreneur, you're getting your business going. That's not easy. No, absolutely. It's about discipline. You just got to know that things can wait. After all, I'll say it about the industry. I mean, it's just marketing and it can wait. And if there's somebody that can't wait until you get back into the office on a Monday. If they've emailed you on the weekend, that's probably a sign they're not an ideal client to work with in the first place or, or similar. But yeah, it's difficult. I mean, yeah, we, there's people uh, like all around the world that we work with and, you know, our Sunday could be their Monday. And they don't know what, you know, if it's an American holiday or anything like that. So Yeah, you have to certainly be pivoting and shifting all the time. But that practicing self-care, you know, important in life period, but especially in leadership, because we're responsible for so much. So thank you. Now, Morgan, when you think of leadership today, what most concerns you and what are you most hopeful about? I think what I find really concerning is what I see out there is a lot of willingness for people to post and do things on social media that I think are a detriment to other people without really thinking through how these things impact others. You know, what you do and you say on these platforms really does have a big impact, especially if you're posting stories, news stories. And I'm getting a little bit deep on this one, but it is concerning when I see those things. And I don't know what direction that will take. Uh, What I'm most hopeful about is I think that people, much larger variety and spectrums of life are being able to be in these positions of leadership now than what we've seen historically. And that's a lot of to do with what 
we're doing right here. You know, I'm able to sit in my house and be on a podcast. Leadership is not restricted to the roles that people would associate it historically. And so I think that is exciting. And I think it'll bring a lot of great ideas and innovation. Yeah, there certainly has been a shift in leadership. When you think of leadership, what's your definition of leadership? And what are three qualities that a leader must have? My definition of leadership is really in terms of my business, it's someone who takes full accountability. And I think that's important. And that would be a quality of leadership. I definitely think leading by example is important. And also, this is one that kind of came up the other week, and I'm going to use this word transactional, but I think it's important not to have a transactional relationship with the people you're trying to lead. You really need to work with them and understand them rather than expect it to be strictly a do this and you get that kind of relationship, a transactional relationship. So I love this accountability, being an example and not being transactional, which means being what? A connector? Yeah, I would say, you know, being hands-on, creating a connection with people, you know, being able to open up as a leader. That's how we run our business. And again, we have to, because people are, are remote. It's difficult. You know, you don't see people in person, so you got to be more thoughtful about how you type things out. It's very easy to misinterpret an email. That's a lesson learned, the tone of an email or a message. Isn't that funny? I mean, it's funny, not funny, because I've encountered those situations where I have to like reread and maybe give it to someone else to read to make sure that I'm communicating properly. I'll say this on that one. Before getting into this business, I was never somebody who would add exclamation points to the end of sentences to add that little bit of excitement or uplift, you know, so it doesn't sound so deadpan or, or use emojis. But it is an important thing to consider when you are yeah. communicating because it's very easy to read a written message as being very serious or even like passive aggressive or however you want to interpret it. You are so spot on. I mean, it's the reason why I do this on Zoom. I mean, we can just do audio, but I love doing the video because I get to see you. At least I get to see your expressions and your eyes. And that's important. Connection is important, especially when you're speaking on topics that are so important with leadership. I enjoy it as well. So we have a surprise question from a former guest. So Karen Penny wants to know, what are some failures that you've encountered and what have you learned from them? I could specifically go into when we started up our app. We didn't have a technical background and it really took a long time to get it going. We like where it's at now, but it was a struggle, you know, in terms of overseeing the technical development there. One thing is when you're getting into a new endeavor, you really can't underestimate the time, the cost and the hiccups that will come along the way. And we actually did an interesting exercise before even starting the app. We tried to predict what was going to go wrong. And basically, we ended up predicting almost every single thing. We didn't think it would really happen. We thought we were going overboard with it. But always over plan when you're getting into a new endeavor. Sometimes, especially as entrepreneurs, we get very excited about the vision. But what you were talking about is important to not just have the vision, but also kind of walk through what could go wrong because it sets us up to strategize. Yeah. And to take that further, just as a bit of practical, actionable advice, I would always recommend hiring an expert to assist with the actual execution of a new idea as an entrepreneur, rather than trying to make it all work just by yourself, bringing in somebody who's already very knowledgeable in that area. 
which is where your organization steps in, right? To do the marketing. Yeah, exactly. So yes, if for your digital marketing, absolutely reach out to somebody. And again, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. Yeah, that in particular, when the pandemic happened, it really did kick off a lot of people's awareness of digital marketing, people realizing that you can't just have an in-person store and expect people to come find you all the time. People really want to sell things online. And of course, you know, they need to have their website showing up when people search for something in Google. So yeah, that pandemic really flipped everything on its head, even marketing. It did. And it actually, if anything, created like a a boom in the search engine optimization industry specifically. When this started happening in 2020, we were actually anticipating the opposite. We thought that it would be tough times ahead. Uh, We were preparing to contract. Actually, the opposite happened. And it even became a situation where we had to take it on ourselves really to qualify customers to make sure they were the right fit and not just because people would give us their money, but we wanted to make sure they were a right fit for our service first. And so that actually became more of the focus rather than trying to market ourselves was actually, how do we ensure that people who are coming in are the right fit? So, you know, the fact that you want the right fit, that you're concerned about delivering quality to people, not just taking their money. That speaks to your integrity. Well, I could also say it's very self-interested because happy customers refer other people. So at the end of the day, yes, I would never feel good about taking someone's money that I didn't think we could deliver a quality product for. But what also makes me feel good is people being happy about what we deliver and then talking to other people about us because the easiest sale is always a referral in my experience. So well said. Yes. All right. So as a listener of this podcast, what's a question that you would like a future leadership guest to respond to? Like, what are you curious about? I would be curious if someone else is in the similar position we are, where which is like a co-leadership role, if they've had issues in a co-leadership role where you have two business owners in a 50-50 type of situation or not, but how they adapt to a co-leadership role. How do you split leadership duties, that kind of thing? I'd be very curious for someone to weigh in on that. That's a great question. It's never been posed before, but certainly we'll pose it to our guests. Now, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? I mean, I just would, again, remind everyone to check us out at jollyseo.co. I'm happy to speak to you myself. Happy to take a look at your website, see what we can do for you. Well, thank you so much for adding value to me and to our listeners. Thanks, Lily. All right. Have a great day. You too. In closing, here's a quick message. Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.